Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome back for another amazing episode of the Athletic Exchange Podcast. I'm here on a very cold, cold Wednesday night with my co-host, the legendary Buffalo Bills fan himself, Oliver Mintz, uh, and soon-to-be ex-Baylor fan, soon-to-be ex-Baylor hey, fan, after hey. we talk about uh, Baylor a little bit later, but welcome back. Uh, a lot of things happened in the NFL and in college football, and uh, some other things happened over the past week, so... We're excited to get into it. Um, if you guys have any comments or have any hot takes or any reactions to anything we talk about, please comment in the comment section below, whether you're watching on Twitch, YouTube, whatever. You know, talk to us. We'll be glad to answer any questions you got or give you our thoughts. So, Oliver, yeah. week two, the NFL season. Yeah. Yeah. It's everybody got the rust out. Well, some rust in week one. They got the first game out the way. A lot of people who didn't play in the preseason. So we're in week two, and we saw a lot of games in week two. I just want to point out and start by saying I'm doing way better in money line predictions <laughs> than you are. Not surprised, you though. Know. Nobody should be surprised about that, to be honest with you. I'm a football okay, okay. Savant. What can, can I say? Can I, can I preface this? I want to, I, I want to note that uh, I saw your picks. You sent your picks to me. And I, I just really just wanted to go against your picks <laughs> on a lot oh, of them. Oh, what an excuse. <laughs> so what an excuse. I picked, I picked a lot of teams I normally wouldn't have because I was trying to make up for being down one game last week. <laughs> and it ended up turning <laughs> way for the worse. So now well, I'm like 13. What is it, 13 and 19 or something? <laughs> like yeah, it's so you're not, bad. You're, you're not going to catch up, Oliver. I'm sorry. I hate to break the hey, news hey, to hey, you, hey. but you're not going to be I, catching up. Let's let's let's. It's only week two, as you mentioned. We're going into week three. Week three right. is a time to to come back. It's a time to make amends for all the the terrible picks I made, and we're gonna be smart this week. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll see how how far being smart gets you. Okay. <laughs> so so I want I want to start with something uh, with you. The biggest news for me that happened during week two during the games was late in the Monday night slot. Um, Nick yeah. Chubb running back for the Cleveland Browns, that dog pound. He got <laughs> hit pretty bad by Minka Fitzpatrick. He Dude, was, was running. Nasty. I think it was up the middle between the guard and the tackle on the left side. He gets hit by a linebacker. Linebackers trying to drag him down. His legs are locked. And then here comes Minka out of nowhere. Boom! Right into his kneecap. Well, not kneecap, his cap. If you guys watch the video, or if you haven't seen it already, his his leg why, bends. Why? Why? Way, the wrong why? way. It's bad, dude. Dude, it's stop. bad. It's bad. <laughs> they get so, the point. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he got switched up like an action figure, like when you're moving the joint. So <laughs> just just picture that right now. For uh... So, with that being said, Mister Mintz. Uh, I think Cleveland season is pretty much done. I don't care if they bring in Kareem Hunt. I don't care if they bring in any other running back on the market right now. Um, I don't care if they bring in – well, actually, if they bring in Jonathan Taylor for whatever reason, if he gets traded for whatever reason, even though I don't think he is, I still don't think Cleveland has a chance. And I think that because Chubb is their offense. Watson's looking like a 65-year-old quarterback. And – uh 
that's all I got to say. So what are your thoughts on the Nick Chubb news and how will this affect Cleveland going forward? Um, I, I disagree with that. I don't think their season's done. Um, I think the signing of Kareem Hunt was massive because you bring back a guy who already knows your offense. He knows the Stefanski, Stefanski offense pretty through and through. Um, I don't know how long he was there before he became a free agent. I think agent, it was like two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, two years in that offense, you might, you know, see some rust as far as not having training camp, et cetera. But I think it's going to be fine. He'll be he'll be able to pick it up. I'd say I'll give it a couple weeks and he'll be back into it. And Jerome Jerome Ford so showed a lot of promise to me. Like he, he did balled he balled out in in the absence of, of Nick did. Chubb. So to, I wouldn't say their season's done. Does it make it a little harder? Yeah, especially in there since they're in, in the AFC North, I think it it definitely hinders them. And mm-hmm. my God, Desha- Deshaun Watson has to has to figure it out. Like he he needs to 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 do something. Like like he like you said he he looks bad. Like he doesn't even look good or like average. Like he looks really bad right now. Like he needs to ascend. Like, I think he just needs to figure it out and maybe having the offense run through him is going to make him step up because now that that offense is his, like it's not Nick Chubbs anymore. Um, You're going to have Kareem Hunt with, who's a very solid, solid running back. And Jerome Ford, like I said, is going to be a decent, uh, decent back for them as well. So, but the pressure's on, man, he has to figure it out, especially in this division where the Ravens and, and the Bengals Mm. and the Steelers Mm. are all doing okay. Besides, well, not the Bengals, but, um, all fine. of them are doing really well. So they, they got to figure it out, but I think they're fine. So you brought up the Ravens. I just want to just sidetrack real quick. I've been high on the Ravens since <laughs> they signed. Not There wasn't one move that made me look at them and go, oh, now they're legit. Like them signing Odell was not like, oh, man, now they're amazing. Or them drafting Zay Flowers was like, oh, that's amazing. Or yeah. getting Mark Andrews back or Lamar getting paid. It's a combination of everything along with the new offense that they're running. I don't know if you watched any of the Ravens games, like, for a couple minutes at least, but yeah, they look pretty good. And Lamar is still Lamar. Like, he's still, like, you can't account for him. Like, he's still very, very good. And he's been throwing some pretty balls. And my biggest critique with Lamar over the past couple of years has been his accuracy. I've watched some of his games, and I've seen him just miss people that are borderline open. But then I've seen him dropping yeah. some balls in some in some tight buckets. So like, it's iffy. But Pause. this season, Pause. But this, se- this season, time out, time out. Pause. This se- this season. Okay, let me rephrase that. He's in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lamar. That was so suspect. He's about to turn. He's about to turn into Deshaun Watson. Let's not go there. We don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. Lamar has been playing well, and I think that Ravens defense is legit, just like I was telling you at the beginning beginning of the season, before the season, actually. And just like I told you that the Ravens have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, <clears throat> who's guarding that team? There's no defensive, no defensive team. The Cowboys, you could say the Cowboys or 49ers have the best defense, but think about it. If you're trying to pass rush, pass, pass rush Lamar, he just runs up the middle every time. Because the linemen always push out the edge rushers outside purposely. So Lamar, if he needs to scramble, he, go, he goes straight up the gut. 
and then he's gone. What are you going to do? You can't. There's no defense that can prepare for that. You can't. There's no preparing like like Josh Allen. You can't prepare for that. Well, it's different with the Bills. They don't have a good running game, really. The Ravens have always had a solid running game. Always. Without Lamar, the running backs have always been had a solid running game. The Bills, don't look at me that way. You better stop. You I better absolutely stop. All of, Did you, you watch better, the Bills game this week? This week. Yes, this week. They went off on the ground. Of course they did. You can't go nowhere but up from week one's performance. I mean, for goodness sakes. Buddy, James Cook had 150 yards himself. Come on. What are we talking about here? James Cook. James Cook. Yes. All right. All right. You need to be using my boy Damian Harris more. That's what needs to be happening. But that's No, James Cook is better. James Cook is better. Damian Harris still played well, too. So, like, you can't say that we don't have a running game. James Cook is more versatile. He's more ver- he's a good pass catcher. He's he's like yeah. he, he's more versatile, but to say he's better, come on now. Damien Harris is a better running back. A run running with the ball, Damien Harris is better. Anyways, back to my original point about the Bills running game. Last year they were not good on the ground. The year before they were no. not good on the ground. And that's why they always get into these what do you call it? Not slugfest, but they always get into these shootouts with other teams that also have a good quarterback. And then they just Keep throwing and throwing until the game gets close and one team starts running it, but the Bills can't run it. They got it. Well, they can with, with Josh Allen, but eventually you're going to, you know, try to, if you know he's going to run it and it's a set run, you're going to, you're going to get Allen. He might gain like five yards and run you over, but regardless. So what do you think about the Ravens? Cause I think they're looking pretty solid. I think they're legit, legit so far. And they've played some good teams now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to give the Ravens credit. They do look good through two weeks. Um, they haven't played two solid teams. They played the Texans. Give me a break. Oh, come on. And... C.J. Stroud, Prime Will Anderson. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> I picked Houston. I picked Houston out of spite to you. I thought C.J. Stroud was going to come out and, and ball it's against the, the Colts. Stroud breakout game. game. But... I will say they did. I will say they did look shaky at times against Cincy. Cincy kept it close. Close. It wasn't. It wasn't like a blowout. The Ravens didn't blow them out of the water. It was a close game. And Cincinnati's a good team. So I'm going to give them credit for winning that game. But I, I'm going to take it easy on them for now because it's uh, it's just week two, and they are a good team. But do I trust? Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I don't know. So, yeah, they're good. They'll pr- they're probably arguably a top five team right now. But I, I, I'm just not there yet. I'm not there yet. Like, I need to see more from that offense. I need to see Lamar Jackson using his receivers a lot more. I need to see Odell Beckham step up. I need to see Zay Flowers getting involved. And J.K. Dobbins, the loss of J.K. Dobbins is huge. Like, huge. It does not help them at all. So I need to see how the rest of the season goes, but they they do look good. They look good. I can't I can't deny that. Uh, I just need uh, I'm a TBD on the Ravens right now. Okay. What is, what is your biggest takeaway from week one or not week one week two? What what caught you by surprise or was like hmm I didn't expect that or something that kind of blew you away from week two? Um, you know I'm I'm gonna say. 
this is tough because I, I don't think there was anything that was like super, oh my God, like that. I didn't expect that. Uh, I'm going to say the Jaguars. Um, they looked mm. terrible. Um, they didn't, did they even score a touchdown in the game? I don't even remember. I just remember they scored nine points. It I don't think they scored. Goals, I believe so. Three field yeah. goals. So if they're going to compete with the Bills, the Ravens, the Chiefs, they need to be able to score a touchdown. And and they were at home, like I, I don't that, I don't know if Jacksonville is a real home field advantage. If I'm being honest with you, it's not. It's not. But you always play better in your own house, right? So if you're in your own house and you know you're going up against the Chiefs, you you got to step up, man. Like mm-hmm. you got to step up to the plate. And you guys and they're a solid team through and through. I mean, they have guys across the board. It's just a matter of you got to step up when it matters. They could have easily lost in week one. I mean, they could have lost to Anthony Richardson, for crying out loud. Like, they need to f- kind of hone in on what their 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 strengths are, which is their offense. Calvin Ridley, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, all of those guys need to get on the same page and work together because that team can win a lot of games. They just need to figure it out. And when it comes to the big moment, like playing the Chiefs or playing the Bills or playing the Ravens or the Bengals, they need to figure out how they can compete with those teams. And they just look terrible to me. Well, well, I'll say this about that game. Chris Jones was back. Travis yeah. Kelsey was back. Yeah. Chris Jones, I, now I think now people see that, man, this dude really, like, he is le- like legit. I don't know. Was he in the 99 club this year for Madden or no? Did he get the 99 or no? Uh, I don't know. I don't I'm not sure, he but, was, he, but... He, but I know he's 95 plus. I know that for a fact. So yeah. this dude watching that game, he was abusing the Jaguars O-line by he himself. Was. And that yeah. caused like Trevor to be so disoriented. And then Kelsey, in fitting fashion, he got a touchdown in his first game back. I mean, surprise, surprise, it's Travis Kelsey. But it's to be fair to the Jaguars, they did come off a... a mediocre win in Indy then they come back home and play Kansas City but Kansas City if they lose a game you know that's really unlikely they lose another one right after that it's yeah. really rare they lose two in a row you know how pissed Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes gets yeah um so you know he he had a point to prove that game so mm-hmm. I mean I think Jag, Jaguars were just collateral damage it was going to happen to them regardless I I, I think the Jaguars are going to be good um and they're going to still win a lot of games like you said yeah. What was your takeaway from this week? Well, the biggest like wow for me was definitely Nick Chubb, like Nick Chubb getting injured because that's yeah. devastating. But I think for me, I I, I was kind of shocked and I kind of think this is where I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like there's something bigger going on with the NFL games. Every season, there's always something that's like, hmm, that's not right or that doesn't seem right and I think the Cardinals and the Giants game was so odd to me um only because the Giants have been playing like hot garbage to hey, be fair they, hey the Giants they, came back like 20 points last week like that, that's 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 my point is like yeah like you're playing the Cardinals who have Josh Dobbs starting for them at quarterback <laughs> Josh Dobbs <laughs> And Josh hey, and Gannon. Hey, 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 did you know that Joshua Dobbs is a rocket scientist? Did you know he's nope. a genius that, that interned for NASA? 
I don't care if he's all of those things. I don't care if he's the next Einstein. I don't care if he's the next Oppenheimer. He's not a good quarterback. Call it what you want. He's not. But Jonathan Gannon, this guy, he reminds me of what's that Jets coach? Uh, Adam Gase. That's who oh, Jonathan Gannon. That's who Jonathan. He says, how many of you guys took the bus? See your hands. How many of you guys yeah, took the bus? That was absurd. Like, dude, these are multi-million dollar. Like, what? Are we, what? He's you like, take the bus. <laughs> you got that fire. You got that fire in your gut. Fire in your gut. <laughs> well, you better get it real quick. We're here to win some football games. Knowing good and damn well, he has nobody on his roster at all. But what are you gonna do? You're you're a first year head coach. So, so the Cardinals game. The reason I say all that is to say that the Cardinals game was so interesting because the Cardinals are up what twenty eight seven on yeah. the New York Giants, and it's like, damn, like these Giants, they're just. What is going on? Did they figure him out? What's going on like with New York? This this is not – it doesn't look good for New York. Yeah. Both New York teams, it's like, man, New York can't have nothing good. The Knicks, nope. the Giants, nothing. They can't have nothing. The, the Yankees, Knicks are solid. Mm, I guarantee you every Nick if – if you ask every Knicks fan, would you give away Julius – if Julius Randle left the team, would you be sad? Everybody would be like, no, not at no. all. No. Not at all. Did you see his playoff performance? Of course not. Yeah. So, so, but I think there's a bigger thing going on because the Cardinals, everybody knows they're on Caleb Williams alert. But for yeah. some reason, they they were in good position to win the game last week. They was it against the Saints, seventeen sixteen or something like that? No, they played the the Commanders. Or excuse the me, com- the Redskins. Okay, they played that team in Washington, and <laughs> and they barely won, but they had the lead at one point, and then they just like got exposed, or the yeah. Commanders played well. But then this game, it's like, oh, we're up twenty eight seven, and we're going against the Giants. They're winning that game. The Giants are not coming back. I think everything. I so let me just say what I'm going to say because I know I'm beating around the bush here. All I right. think the Cardinals purposefully threw that game. I don't think the players really. I don't think the players on the field know that they're throwing games. I don't think it's ever the players that are like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose because I want to play with Caleb. NFL players want their bag. They want their money. They don't want to be embarrassed. But I think if you're a coaching staff and ownership has talked to you, who's the, who's the – Steve Kime? Is it for the Cardinals or yeah, something like that? So, I think so. I guarantee you he's in Gannon's ear. Hey, I, I promise you we're not going to fire you. Do you want Caleb Williams or do you want Kyler Murray? Like, Like – Truthfully, and I think Gannon knows that, and I think he's told his coaching staff that. This is no, I don't have any sources. This is purely theory. This is purely what Isaiah thinks. And I think they're throwing, it's so obvious. How do you, and it was like third quarter, they're up 28-7. How do you lose that game in Arizona? Like, and Cardinals fans really love the Cardinals. They do love, I've I've been in Arizona for a couple of years now, almost four years. People love the Cardinals, whether they're good or bad. People love yeah. the Suns, whether they're good or bad. That's just how Arizona is. So, like, to put that on the field and then lose that game is, like, you feel bad for the players. That's what I think. Do you think I'm just reaching at this point, or do you think uh, that's accurate? I don't dislike the theory. I mean, I didn't think of it that way, but then I'm now I'm realizing, like, oh, that Washington game was real close. Yeah. And, oh, they just blew a 28-7 lead? What, what, whoa. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't dislike the theory, but 
I mean, that's it's a bit of a stretch. I mean, I just think the Cardinals are bad. I don't like. (laughs) They're just terrible. Like they're not a good team. So it's not surprising that they, quote unquote, blew the lead. Like they're just a bad team. I I, I mean, the Cardinal Cardinals are they're in the depths of hell right now. I don't know what's going on with that franchise. I mean, they have a talented. I mean, I like Kyler Murray a lot. I do. I mean, his talent is insane. The guy can sling it. He can run it. Terrible I mean, leader. He's, but he's not a good leader, and that's the thing. But I also think it's the environment he's in. He's not. He does not want to be in Arizona. Like it's clear and obvious, he doesn't want to be in Arizona. So, I, I, I don't. I don't think they're purposely blowing games. But I mean, you can make the argument. <laughs> it's not. It, it's pretty plausible if you ask me. So. I, I just don't – I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to see what the Cardinals look like um, and see what the rest of their games look like because now you got me thinking. If they go up on another team this year and then they And they lose. Like I, who do they and play? they lose? They play, they play – I think they play a really, really good team. Oh, they play the Cowboys this week. Yikes. I don't even think – I just think they're going to lose naturally if they try their hardest. That. So, no, I, I, I would put my bank account that the Cowboys are winning that game convincingly. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, okay, I want to ask you a question. This is a little off topic. Uh, it's only been two weeks, and we're always going to preface it. I think once we get to around week five or six, we can stop with the BS excuse of, oh, we got to see what they look like. Five games is – one third of the season, roughly, we get a good we we get a good measure of what who you are, what identity you're trying to find as a team. Yeah. Out of these coaches, which one is on the hottest seat? I want to know your thoughts. Okay. <sighs> Candidate number one, Brandon Staley of the L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Candidate number two, Matt Eberflus of the Chicago Bears. That's tough. And candidate number three. I know you're gonna sound, I know you're gonna think I'm being ridiculous or I'm being extra, but I know they've won a game, and it's he just started. But Dennis Allen of the New Orleans Saints. I know they've won a game, but who out of those three coaches, which one is on the hottest seat, and why do you think that? Two weeks into the season. Okay, before I move into this, I want to I just want to mention um I am getting thrown out of my group chats right now for no apparent reason and I um <laughs> um apparently my friend Will wants to get on here but he's going to have to uh hold off while I get into this take. Um but I just want to say screw you guys and uh add me back. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> They're not adding you back. Don't add him back. Bro, Oliver bro. doesn't know what he's talking about ever. Don't add him back. Oh bro, I haven't said anything. Anyways. He's Dude, I haven't D&D. said anything. Don't even add him back. We've, Don't add him back. <laughs> we've, been rec- we've been recording for how long now? Like 20 minutes? And for some reason, I've done something wrong to get myself thrown out. But anyways, um, so I will say it's it's definitely Brandon Staley. I mean – how many chances do you have to give a guy? I mean, seriously. Jason Garrett got a lot of chances. Well, yeah, it's the Cowboys. Who cares? Like, give me a break. But the thing okay. is, like, like you, this guy, Brandon Staley, and 
supposed defensive mastermind uh, that for some reason had the proper accolades when he was with the Rams for one year. And <laughs> apparently he's like the supposed best coach for the, for an up and coming star Herbert, um, which well, hell, me, if I had Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on my defense, you could throw anybody back there and they'd look good. Let's be honest. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's got to be Brandon Staley. I, I also am looking in the YouTube chat. Ethan says the rat isn't getting added back until he admits Herbert is better than Hurts. I can't. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to Justin Herbert. Just give me a minute. Um, yeah, it's got to be Brandon Staley. To me, it's 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 not like he has to win more games. He has to. He can't. He can't do this stuff where he's going in to, losing to Miami at home. And who did they play this weekend? Lose to? They lost to the the um, Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans. Yeah, that's right. Like you don't lose that game, especially with that offense. Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. They, they were like, down. They were down. They were down. Austin Eckler this week. They were down. Eckler. That's right. That's right. Were, he was. That's in, right. But injured, still, so he was out this week. I just want to point but that still, out. But wanna... still, you have a top five quarterback. You don't lose to Tennessee, like, and your defense is, oh, that's is debatable. Okay. What do you mean? That's debatable. I I I think last year he was a top five quarterback. This year, I don't know. He might be. I got to think about it. I got to think about it hard. But continue. Right. Continue. Fair your, enough. Continue your Fair game. enough. Okay, but it, it's to me, it's Brandon Staley. Chicago Eberflus. He's he's pretty bad. But I feel bad for Justin Fields, man. Like. Jesus, like the guy, he has all the talent in the world, and the Bears are wasting it, wasting it. Like he, it's he's absolutely the kind of guy that needs a system. He needs the Ohio State system. Why do you think he was so successful at Ohio State? Because the system was molded around him. Like he had the ability to run. He had the ability to get out of the pocket and chuck it downfield. The Bears, they aren't running an offense that's built for Justin Fields. Like every offense that you see that is prominent in the league is molded around their quarterbacks, right? Like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Uh, who am I missing? Anyways, you get Not the Mac Jones. Not okay. Mac Jones, I can tell you that much. Yeah. Anyways, so my point is it's Brandon Staley. The guy has to figure it out. He's had multiple years to, to get to this point. And starting 0-2, it, it's not a good look. So, so a couple things about Brandon Staley. I agree. I think it has to be Staley hands down. And I think the fact that he's getting so testy with reporters in the press conferences because they're asking him if last year's Jaguars game is having a lingering effect on the team, which everybody knows that's a stupid question because everybody knows the clear answer to that is no. But, I mean, they gave up. Okay, so the Dolphins game, I, I kind of give him a pass on that because it's like, you're playing against Tyree Kill, Waddle, and Tua. So, like, that's that's a really good team. That's, they're probably going to be in the conversation for best offense in the league at the end of the season. And then to lose to Tennessee, though, like, that was like, where's this defense? They have Mack. They have J.C. Jackson. They have Derwin James. They have Joey Bosa. Where the hell are these guys? What are they doing? Just going brain dead when the whistle blows? Like, I mean – these guys are a joke. I'm watching these games and I'm like, dude, 
Ryan Tannehill looks like a prime Joe Montana playing against this Chargers defense. It's ridiculous. And then Staley, he pisses me off. when The camera cuts to him like a billion times a day. And he's always, or a billion times a game, and he's always doing this. <laughs> walking back and forth, back and forth, every single, like, second. He's just walking back, back and It's kind of like Sean Payton, chewing the go. So, yeah, I think Staley, they got to get rid of Staley. Um, I think they're going to get rid of him before the season ends, especially if they lose. I don't know who they play this upcoming week, but if they go 0 and 3, my goodness, it, it can't get any worse than that. You blow a 27 point lead against Jacksonville, and then you're losing your first two games of the season. And then if you go 0 and yeah. 3, I mean, I think they could, I could see them putting Kellen Moore as the head coach instead of going outside somewhere else to get somebody else. I could see them promoting Kellen Moore to the head coach since yeah, he's already. Yeah, I could see that. He's, I the see offense that. has been good, but that defense is like atrocious. atrocious. Okay, I have to jump in here. I am supposedly getting a call on my phone um, about from my friend Will, who wants to speak about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, apparently. So, do we mind? Do you mind if we take this call? Go ahead. We got a caller calling in. All right, all right, Will, you are on the line. You are live. Oh, he hung up. All right, he had his chance. <laughs> he hung up. <laughs> we didn't even get to what he had to say. I know. He was like, he was on the line. And hold on, I've called him back. Come on, buddy. Pick up. Okay. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, can, can you hear him? <laughs> I can hear him, yes. Okay. What are we doing here, buddy? I, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, you said you wanted to talk about Deshaun Watson and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Deshaun Watson looked like he was the best quarterback in the league week one. <laughs> he jumps on into week two and forgot how to count his marbles. <laughs> Fumbling two times, throwing picks. What are we doing? <laughs> one of the picks wasn't his fault. One of the picks was not his fault. One of the picks was not his fault. I mean, look. Deshaun Watson needs to. He's got sore muscles, all right. It makes sense, all right. <laughs> Come on. Deshaun Watson needs to fit, foe. If I'm being honest, but he needs to figure it out. I don't know what's going on with him, and I think we were talking about this earlier. Like he needs to to figure out what the offense is going to look like without Nick Chubb. I don't think I don't think Deshaun Watson's bad. I just think that he needs to get up and figure out what his role in the offense is now because he doesn't have that rel- the, the solid back he can rely on. So The first problem is they have a running back by the name Chubb. That makes <laughs> no one on the team you know, want to work hard, all right? It's never going to work. If you got a guy in Deshaun Watson who's jumping cities like he's, you know, uh, catch me if you can. <laughs> Yet he can't hold on to the ball or throw a touchdown. He's hurting fantasy teams. He's hurting a lot of other things that we'll leave out of this conversation. But, you know, the guy is not some stellar grade-A player. He's not good on or off the field. So I don't really know what the Browns are doing. (laughs) I I don't disagree with that. I mean, he hurts your fantasy team, right, this week? (laughs) You know, I'm playing this guy who's got a – he's just got a terrible team. (laughs) It's one of the worst teams in our league. You know, he's just a – 
He just got horrible players. And for some reason, Deshaun Watson let me down once again. All going up against the Pittsburgh. Wait, they played Steelers, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you fumble the ball to Steelers? They're from Pennsylvania. <laughs> no one's ever been from Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. He's, look. I think what happened was the Steelers showed up and decided that what happened last week was a fluke and what needed to happen was their defense stepped up and that's what they did. Their defense is nuts. So, and I guess it's ridiculous defense. There was a guy in this league that, uh, you know, decided to get old Kareem Hunt off waivers. Now I drafted the cat. For some reason, the system glitched out. Not to name the system, not pointing fingers, no bad blood, but someone got the guy. All right. Me. And I think it's because he thinks he's going to start next week or get some plays. Now talk to me about that. Look, I I was, he's throwing accusations at me. And I I picked him up because he was a free agent in our league. Unbeknownst to me, somehow, there's some glitch that happened, which I need proof of. But anyways, Kareem Are you Hunt the commissioner, is on my Oliver? Team. No, this per- Will is the commissioner of the league. Okay, well, he and needs I have- to do a deep investigation into this. This is John Rico, by the way. You need, you need to do a deep investigation into this. Keep saying Will. Who's not only Will Cat is? John Rico here is the commissioner, and I don't play around. <laughs> well, you better use your commissioner powers if you want him back. No, no, no. It's all about justice and fairness in this league. <laughs> all right, well, we got to keep going, so I'm going to let you go, buddy. Okay, well, uh, you, you keep talking about this Brown situation because you got to know what's going on with Deshaun. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see next week. We'll see next week. All right, have a good evening. All right, bye. <laughs> Deshaun currently he's getting Deshaun's getting some <laughs> treatment for this week uh, in yeah, preparation yeah. for Look, this week's upcoming game. He's getting some treatment. My buddies are are sabotaging the podcast. It's okay. Uh, they can they can sabotage our podcast if they want to. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine with me. But anyways, so did you say Staley? Yeah, and I, I said definitely Staley? said Staley. Yeah, yes, it's the dude is Staley. garbage, garbage. The dude is bad. Especially, he's wasting Justin Herbert. I mean, it's it's not a good look. Not a good look. Um, so I kind of would take a deep dive here. Um, excuse me, my uh, my intestines are not working with me today. <laughs> oh, that but, sounded um, like you're about to say something else. I heard intestines. <laughs> I was like, whoa, oh, whoa. <laughs> Um, so I want to kind of get your thoughts on what the NFC North is looking like, because there's three teams in that division that are two and up. And this was supposedly the worst division going into the season. And you now said you what the division? Bucket, the NFC. Oh, did I say the NFC North? No, I meant yeah, the NFC, NFC South. South. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, yeah, the NFC South. Like, there's three teams that are 2-0. and And I'm sitting here like, is this division actually good? Like, are there actually, like, good teams in this division? Did I miss something in the offseason? Like, 
because the Falcons are 2-0. The Buccaneers look like one of the best teams in the NFC with Baker Mayfield. And the Saints are 2-0, if I'm not mistaken. Or do they lose this week? I don't care. They're they're, still, they've still they're won 2-0. They're That's what I thought. So, that's a surprise. That should have actually been my surprise for this week. But what are your thoughts on that? Never a doubt. What? I told you the Panthers were going to finish last. Okay, no, I told you the Buccaneers were going to finish last. But I said, don't be surprised if the Falcons are good. And I said, don't be surprised if the Saints end up being really good because they've always had a good defense. Hello, wake up and smell the coffee. I've been telling you this. I literally said the Buccaneers have a great roster. Nobody left off that roster. That defense is still legit. Shaq Barrett was out the whole year last year. He's back. You got Barrett, Levante, David, and Devin White. That is a solid, solid defense. And with Antoine Winfield playing safety for them, they got some good pieces. They got Vita Vea on that D-line. I mean, come on now. The roster still has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Nobody left. Like, that's the crazy part is nobody left besides playoff Lenny, uh, who looks like a baked bean who's about to pop. If he doesn't get himself back in shape, he's going to be the second coming to Trent Richardson. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> so if you look at that roster, all they needed was competent quarterback play. I'm not going to disrespect Tom Brady. He could not do anything behind that offensive line. He could not. Nobody could play behind that offensive line unless you're a mobile quarterback. But Baker playing behind that offensive line, who, who, who made slight changes this past offseason, got a couple more players, got deeper. They're playing good. They're playing really, really good. Now, I don't see a strong presence of the run game for Tampa, but that team is still legit. Like, they're still legit. So there was no surprise there. But you were the one singing the praises of Bryce Young. Oh my God, Bryce Young, I love you so much. Bryce Young, I want to I wanna go see you so bad. Bryce Young, oh my God, you're just so amazing. We need to stop. Quit slopping on this dude. You know what? He doesn't have it right now. He's not playing good. He's playing calm. He's playing like a mature player because he wants to be a leader. And he like he has a calm demeanor. Nothing rattles him. That's good. Nothing rattles him. That's all fine and dandy. But if you if you can't elevate your team, I mean, come on now. The Panthers' defense has always been good. Oh, they've always, 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 always been good. They've been playing well for them. The offense is struggling to put up points. The offensive line, I get it. It's a terrible offensive line. I get it. Their receiving core consists of Adam Thielen as their number one. I understand. I understand they got Miles Sanders, who never should have been a Pro Bowl running back. I don't know why he made the Pro Bowl. But Bryce Young's got to do better. I'm not shocked that the Panthers are 0-2. I'm not shocked that the other three teams are 2-0. Now, everybody else, all the uneducated people <clears throat> who don't analyze football like I do, of course they thought, oh, this is going to be the worst division in football, and this is going to be a bad division, and they're just going to stick up the joint. Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? Look who ended up being right. I didn't say they were going to be the best division. I, I, I thought they were going to be bad too, but come on now. I told you the reason that each team could still be good, and I told you the conference was weak, and I told you I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of those teams uh, from that division made it to the playoffs. Tampa has the potential to still be good the rest of the season. 
Atlanta, once they feel, uh, figure out that they just need to run Bijan into the ground until the, his legs fall off his body, like smoke ribs, I mean, they're going to win games with him. When they get figure out how to use, when they figure out that there's a guy named Kyle Pitts on their team, they're going to unlock even more offense. I mean, think about it. The Saints, once Derek Carr plays competent, and once Chris Olave steps up to be the number one wide receiver, like you think he is, um, buddy, he the Saints is. have always been good. Michael Thomas is still the number one. Stop, Michael it. Thomas. We're not having this conversation. Slant boy. <laughs> Is the number one target receiver wise on that team? He is a number. Chris Olave. Chris Olave has more yards. He has more targets, more yards. What are we talking about here? I'm gonna fact check you. I showed you. you. I'm gonna fact check you. I showed you. Go ahead. I show. I showed you. Don't be mad. Don't be mad because I was right. Don't be mad because I was right. About the buddy, NFC South. Buddy. I'm talking about the NFC South in totality. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Does anyone in the NFC South stand a chance in the NFC? Yes or no? Yes. Like, what do you mean stand a chance? Like, win a Super Bowl Does or any, like make... Any of them have a chance to make the NFC Championship? Yes. The Saints. Who? The Saints. What? And you the know Saints? why? Are you joking? You, do, do you know why? Do you know why? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why the Saints have a chance. The Saints have a chance not because they're super duper good, but they have a chance because they're going to get Kamara back. Are we sure that Brock Purdy is going to make it through the season healthy? If they don't have Brock Purdy, we know what. Well, I might have to take that back because Sam Darnold, I, he's a good quarterback. I think he's been playing in some really bad systems for some really bad coaches. Sam Darnold could probably take that team to NFC Championship. Dallas, I think they're probably going to make it. I hate the Cowboys with my whole heart, but I think they're probably going to make it. Philly might make it, but you never know. They've been kind of playing these close games a little bit. I mean, they did beat Minnesota pretty bad, but Minnesota also had four turnovers, and they beat them by, like, what, 14 points, 10, 10 14 points? That yeah. should be way more <laughs> lopsided than it should have been, to be honest with you. They barely beat the Patriots. I'm a Patriots fan, but the Patriots are not that good. You should not – be barely escaping from New England, in my opinion. In my opinion, um, yeah, they were in Foxborough. It's a hard place to they, play. They they have a, the Saints have a shot now. Do I pick them over the other three right now? Hell no. I don't. I don't pick them over the Lions. I don't pick them over the honestly over the Packers. I think the Packers are sleepers. I think the Packers could be really good. I don't pick them over any of those teams right now. But to say they don't have a shot with that defense is kind of absurd. Like. It's kind of absurd. Like, Derek Carr has never had a top – I don't think he's ever played with the top 10 defense in his career. And now he has it. I'm not a big Derek Carr fan. I'm not. I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan. Never have been. He's kind of corny in my opinion. He's really, really corny. But they got a shot. You're, you're foolish if you say that they don't have a shot. The NFC is as weak as it's ever been, and you're saying – because if they win the division, they only have to win how many games to get to the NFC championship? Two. They're going to they, – they're probably going to win the division. All they got to win is two games. And they're going to have home field against a team that's probably got a better record than them. Let's be real. That's just how the NFL works, the playoffs. They're probably going to have a home game against somebody who has a way better record than them. And you New know, Orleans is a I might sound absurd for saying this, but I would give the Washington Redskins a way better chance. <laughs> way better chance than any of those teams. Signing off, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>
Hey. Over the Saints, Falcons, Panthers, and Buccaneers. Yep. I would take them over the other three teams in the NFC South, not the Saints. The Johnny, Commanders? sorry. I'm looking at the chat. It is the Washington Redskins. It will always be the Washington Redskins. The Commanders is the corniest name ever made for any football team in the history of football. And what yes, I would give them. Uh, the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians is terrible. I mean, what, what about, are we doing? What, what about Oklahoma City Thunder? A Thunder? What's a Thunder? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. What were we talking about? Aren't the Commanders 2-0? and am I, am I missing something? Aren't they 2-0? They are. They are 2-0 after Russell Wilson stunk up the joint. Oh, no. No, Russell Wilson's been playing good. After their defense stuck, stunk up the joint to Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Okay, I'm not going to lie. He's been playing pretty good. I think Eric the Enemy has really improved that team. But come on now. Commanders? The Washington Commanders? Yep. We have a chat in Twitch saying the New England Patriots sounds like the corniest to me. Oh. <laughs> What's the name of the person that said that? Let's call them out on the pot. Uh, Venti Flex. I yeah. don't know who that is. I bet you know who that is. That would happen to be somebody I've known for a long time. Um, that's my beautiful wife, Lourdes. Oh, I'm se- hi, Lourdes. I'm, separa- I'm separated from her right now. Um <laughs> I'm 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 on a TDY here, so I'm gone for a month and a half. But uh, thanks for supporting the podcast, babe, and respectfully, um, respectfully, of course. Um, you're becoming a Patriots fan, and you are a Patriots fan in this house, so you can't she really says, go against. It. Hold on, hold on. She says we love Bryce Young. Thank you, Loris. Thank you. She doesn't and even know said, who Bryce Young is. <laughs> I promise you, she doesn't even know who that is. And she said, "I like the Dallas Cowboys," which. Uh, we need to talk about that one. Uh, that's not that's not a good look. <laughs> she does not like the Cowboys. <laughs> you know who she do. Oh, you know who she does like. She does like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. She did say that. She said we love Joe Burrow. Hard eyes. So, how do you feel yeah. about that one, buddy? <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. That that day, no homo. I'm a married man. I don't got the ring on, but. A brother's a brother smarter enough to know when another brother is pretty good looking. Now he does have modifications. That's this dude fair. got veneers. The dude, the his this dude's teeth are blinding because he got the veneers in. But he's a good looking guy. I don't blame her. I I, I can't blame her. I can't. Yeah. Anyways, we're uh wow we're already forty five minutes into this. It's been a wild podcast. <laughs> Anyways, it's been all over the place. Um, yeah. Um. So. Let's go ahead and get into our top five teams heading into week three. And I hate doing – like, for me, like, college football rankings, preseason rankings, don't – like, they shouldn't be a thing. Every team should go into the year unranked. Every year should be a brand-new slate because every team in college football changes way too much for us to rank them 1 through 25. So that's kind of where I sit at for, like – early season rankings it needs to be like week seven week eight 
for us to really have a feel of what the teams are actually like and what they're expected to do later in the season. But we're going to do top five. As of week two, end of week two going into week three, what are your top five NFL teams, Isaiah? Okay. I'm in no particular order right now. Actually, no, I'll put them in order. Number one, and and I'll, I'll explain myself when I'm done. Number one, and I hate, hate, well, okay, not number one. Okay, number one, I think has got to be the Miami Dolphins. That's my number okay. one. I, th- I think they've shown that they've played some quality opponents. They've played some good defenses, and they've been playing very well. I got Miami number one. <sighs> Makes me want to throw up. I got the Dallas Cowboys number two. Now, they have played Zach Wilson, and they have played Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. And as Stephen A. Smith likes to say, uh, Saquon Barkley and a bag of chips, which I think is <laughs> hilarious. Um, when it's it's funny because they literally have Darren Waller. They got they got some other good pieces on that team. So I don't know why he says that, but they beat the Giants. I understand they they're two the level of competition for the, for those two games that Dallas has is absolutely just it's bad. Now maybe if the Jets had a Rod and he was healthy playing in that game, it might be a little different. Um, but they destroyed. The two New York teams that they played. They played very, very well. I hate the Cowboys, but that defense is legit. Um, mm-hmm. People are harping on Dak because he's not doing enough offensively. When your defense is giving you 20 points a game, I mean, well, are you just going to air the ball out all game? No, you don't need to. Just hand the ball off to, to what's, his, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Pollard and then that the little action figure they got. What's his name? Deuce Vaughn? The little action figure yeah. they got playing the backup running back. Yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa. Like action tall. figure. Yeah, he's like two wow. feet tall. You know, sometimes I take my phone out and I zoom in on the screen when I'm watching the Cowboys game so I can <clears throat> actually see Deuce Vaughn whenever he's running the ball. He's so tiny. Anyways, Miami number one. I think you got to put Dallas two. This is, this is my list, so it's opinionated. I know they haven't been playing the best, but I think personally Baltimore is number three. Um, I'm just a huge fan of not. A, I'm not a Baltimore Ravens fan, but I love watching them play. Like I love their defense. I love watching Lamar play. I think they're super fun to watch. I got Baltimore number three, number four. I got you. Got to put San Francisco. The reason they're low is because they kind of scared me against the Rams. They had no business having that game so close with the Rams. But then again, they always play them tight during the regular season. I think you got to put the Rams at number four. And then number five, I think, because they're 2-0, and they bend it a little bit but didn't break, the Eagles. Um, so those are my top five right now. I think the Eagles are still a very, very solid team. They've been playing kind of shaky to start, but when you lose your OC and your DC, it's kind of expected. They're still 2-0, and still played good, still putting up a lot of points. So Philadelphia, San Francisco, number four, Baltimore, number three, Dallas, number two, and Miami, number one. What about you, Mr. Mintz? Oh, notice, how the, list. notice how the Bills are not on the top five. Notice how the Chiefs oh, yeah, are not that, in the top And five. that is exactly why you're wrong. Like, notice how the Chiefs are not in the top five. Okay. Go ahead. Before, uh, before I go into my rankings, uh, Johnny Henderson, whoever that guy is, I know who he is, but Johnny Henderson says, thoughts on Dabo Swinney? Um, he sucks. He... <laughs> I mean, 
He needs without, to get with the times. Tre- he needs to get with the Trevor times. Lawrence. Without Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson, he's nothing. So, good luck, Dabo. Um, anyways, I'm going to go into my top five. My top five is a little different. So, I'm going to go five to one. And f- number five is going to be the Bills. Because even with the loss in week one, week two, that was a completely different team. Like, through and through, each side of the ball played their best football they have played up to, you know, obviously up until week two. Like, that was one of the best performances I've seen Ken Dorsey put together. Yes, sir. Um, excuse me, Mr. Mitz. I just I, – I, I know I interrupt you a lot. I'll, I'll stop interrupting you after this one. I just want to ask you one question, sir. Just, just, just one question. Um, I, I just want a yes or no, no explanation. Have the Eagles been playing better than the Bills this season? Two two games, off two games. I don't – Yes or no? Maybe. Maybe. Have the 49ers been playing better than the Bills through two weeks? But have the, I, I have both those teams up here. Have the Cowboys. Have the Dolphins. Okay. You just named the last four teams I was going to yeah. name. Okay. Thanks for ruining okay. it. Okay. Go ahead. Jesus. I'm, I'm just saying. This, this is why we don't interrupt people. If you're, you're going to put them on the list, you got to take somebody <laughs> off. Okay? <laughs> They're not playing better than the Eagles. Okay, but you can make the argument they are. Oh, I almost lost to the Vikings. You can't even make the argument. The Vikings were so good last season. You can absolutely make that oh, argument. Oh, my God. Oh, they have Justin Jefferson on the Vikings. What are you talking about? And Jordan Addison. Continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Go. Okay. I'm going to just restart the whole thing. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. Week two, we looked freaking amazing. Every facet of the game looked great. Ken Dorsey made great calls with the offense. And I never say that. I hate Ken Dorsey normally. But last week, he was in my good, on my good side. But Sean McDermott is looking really good calling this defense. I am thoroughly impressed with Matt Milano. Matt Milano is a dog. The guy is a dog. So we need, I'm going to keep him at five, but the potential is there. They could be number one by the end of this year. I'm putting it out there. All right. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. And here's why. Number four, because who have they played? I, they played Zach Wilson? Give me a break. Zach Wilson? Okay. All right. And, and they did tear up. They did tear up that the Jets offense and defense, both sides. But the Dallas Cowboys are at four, as much as that pains me to say. Their defense is nuts. Micah Parsons is arguably the best player in the league outside of Mahomes. And they look good. They look good on defensive, on the defensive side. Um, number three. Number three is the Niners. The Niners um, looked really good in week one against the Steelers defense. That is really stout. Um, and their offense is very solid. I'm, I'm impressed with Brock Purdy so far. Brock Purdy is not a bad quarterback, despite what people might say. He's a good game manager. 
that can take this team to a Super Bowl. Thank if you for everything... clarifying that. Yes, he's a good, decent quarterback. He's not like a superstar. He's not going to make all the crazy plays. He will th- put the ball where it needs to be put and won't turn the ball over. And that's all you need in San Francisco. And they look pretty okay in week two, a little shaky, but the Rams are, are a good team too. So I have the, the Niners at three. At two, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. And as you said, they haven't looked great. But that team, top to bottom, is probably the best team in the league. Um, they have the quarterback. They have the receivers. They have the running backs. They have the defense. They have everything they need to win the game or to win the Super Bowl. And it's looks shaky. I'm not going to lie. Jalen Hurts has to figure it out. Um, but they're going to be okay. And they're playing in the NFC. Uh, the NFC East is, is obviously a dogfight every year. Um, but I think they're going to end up winning the division, um, before for the first time back to back, I think in how many years, um, in a long time. Um, so real, real quick, Oliver, uh, gentleman named Johnny Henderson here. Uh, he finds it quite disrespectful that you're, uh, Talking about Zach Wilson and the way you are talking about him, um, yeah. So you better watch your tone. That's what I'm. Is what I'm saying. Uh, he doesn't sound too. Oh yeah, pleased. yeah, yeah. I need to put respect on Zach Wilson, who throws three interceptions in a game, like Josh Allen. Did. Josh Allen did. T- true. Yes, you could make the argument. However, he, comma he has comma he hasn't taken the ayahuasca yet. He needs to go. He needs to go take take <laughs> a trip, and he needs to go take a darkness retreat and get. Get on some ayahuasca. That's what he needs to do. Zach Wilson stinks. Give me a break. What are we doing? I mean, Johnny, Ethan, like, fellas, stop it. Like, whatever you're smoking, put it down. Always. Oh, hold on. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan made a good point. He said the Bills lost to Zach Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, they yeah. lost to the Jets defense. They, no, 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 no. We lost to the whoa, Jets defense. Whoa, we didn't lose to Zach whoa, Wilson. Whoa, <laughs> If you lose to Zach Wilson, you should automatically be below 15. You shouldn't even be close to top five. Through two weeks, if you lose to Zach Wilson, which you happen to be the only team in the league that has lost to Zach buddy, Wilson. Buddy, 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 did you see the Bills-Raiders game? Did, did, I, did you? Oh my God! The Raiders' defense has never been good ever, ever. They've never been good. Right, right. And we beat them by four touchdowns. What do I need to say? Just like we won me, by twenty-eight. That's like me going to my local YMCA, playing a dude in a wheelchair, and being like, "Oh yeah, I'm the truth. I, I almost, I should have made it to the league." <laughs> like, like, let's be for real here. Come on now, let's be serious. Let's be serious. Okay. okay. All right. Would you have the do the Chiefs look better or the Bills look better right now? Thank you. Thank you. You can't properly evaluate the Chiefs because they didn't have Travis or Chris. Oh, we can't properly evaluate the Chiefs. We can't. Oh, oh. we could. Sorry. The the reigning Super Bowl champions. We can't. We can't evaluate them. Right. <laughs> Give me a break. Would you, am I unfair in saying that the Chiefs would have won that game against Detroit if they would have had Travis and Chris Jones? I don't know. You you don't know. That would have changed the game. 
But you don't know if they would, uh, they would have still won that game. The Lions are a good team. Johnny agrees with me. He said uh, the Chiefs would definitely, definitely have won that game against Detroit. Sounds like a very intelligent fellow over here. Oliver, I don't know. It doesn't seem like you're the brightest crayon in the box when it comes to your uh, friend group because they seem to have a lot more sports intellect. Uh <laughs> we, we might be looking into ha uh, I might pull a Skip Bayless on you. We might have to sub you out for somebody else and bring a dream team in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is, no, no, we're not doing this. Ethan, did you see the 68-yard touchdown from Wilson to Wilson? That was an absolute rope. Yes, and I also <laughs> saw the three interceptions that Zach Wilson threw, and which the game, this is also the same game that they lost by 20, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's the same game they lost by 20. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy and that the, the Jets actually did beat the Cowboys. Okay. I'm not going crazy. You could throw – he could throw a 68-yard touchdown and, oh, oh, my God, all is forgiven. Zach Wilson's the greatest quarterback. Give me a break. Give me a freaking okay. break. All right. We, we heard you. It's, I haven't gotten – I haven't gotten to my number one team. I haven't gotten to my turn. number one team. It's, it's my <laughs> I haven't gotten to number one. <laughs> I haven't gotten to my number one team. Number one is Miami. Miami's offense looks like one of the best offenses I've Miami. ever seen. Miami. Now, the real question is, like we talked about last week, can Tua stay healthy? Because if he can, I, as a Bills fan, I'm worried about this division. Because oh, well, going be. into the season, you going be. into this, this year, I was worried about the Jets more than I was worried about the Dolphins. But... After two weeks, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the Dolphins. They look good, man. Like, they through and through, they look like the best team in the league right now. And I got to give them credit. I mean, Tua's slinging it. Tyreek Hill is playing well. Jalen Waddle's playing well. And um, I want to say I got to give it to them. Since you're basically on the Buffalo Bills roster because you wear so much gear of them all the time – free advertisement space right there on Oliver Mintz's head. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell the defensive court, who is it? Uh, Sean McDermott, head coach and defensive yeah. coordinator. Look, I watch every single Patriots game, every single preseason game as well. Now, did I pick the Patriots to win this game against Miami? Of course I did. Um, I had hope after playing the Eagles tough. I had hope. I thought wrong. I will tell you. And this is going to sound stupid. Sean McDermott, if you're watching the Athletic Exchange podcast right now, you better, you better listen to me because you don't know what the hell you're doing with these boys down in Miami. You have to play how the Patriots played them. Tyreek had, he had a touchdown. There's nothing you can do once he gets in the, in, the red, in the red zone. Well, specifically first or under 10 yards. So the Patriots had the game plan to beat Miami from, from a defensive perspective. The offense is so – it just bothers me, the offense. But – they just played – what they did was they played a lot of their DB – they played a lot of DB-heavy packages. So there was a lot of safeties and corners on the field. And Tyreek, they could not get him a throw. And even in those, those RPOs that they love running, where they – where Tua hikes it and then he literally hands it to Mostert, fake hands it, and then he just looks and it's just a dart every time. They played some DBs on the outside close to Tyreek and then had some in the middle backed up – back like Duggar and then back – and Tyreek couldn't get anything going. Like, he had 40 yards and I think a couple of catches. The game plan from Belichick was to take him out the game, which they did. 
but that running game is still good. Miami has a solid running game. They never had a really, really good running game. So Buffalo, I think they do have a shot to beat Miami because they got some a good D-line. But that's the recipe. I'm just letting you know, the, the Bills should be watching that tape of the Patriots-Dolphins game. The Patriots, if they would have had slightly better play call, calling, Side note, what a play by Mike Gesicki to throw that ball back to Cole Strange. That was that was one of the smartest things I've ever for, seen a tight for, end. And, and <laughs> the dude almost got the first down until uh, somebody paid off the refs. Uh, but that's another dude, story that was, another day. That was a first. They shouldn't have overturned it. It was a first shouldn't down. Have overturned it. It was a first down. But I just want to say that tape, if you watch the, the highlights from that Patriots game, the, they played the Dolphins and the or they played the Dolphins good. And the Bills have the personnel to play. They got Tredavious White. They got Micah and Jordan back there playing safety. They got they got some they got some dogs back there. So I think that game is a recipe for how to guard that Miami team. But not everybody has yep. the personnel to do it. So just want to point that out. Yep. I agree. Miami definitely looks good. <laughs> and I I never thought I'd say that. I never thought that I'd say that. Tua is the odds on favorite for MVP right now, by the way. Just putting that out there. And you said he has absolutely no shot, but we'll see how that. that we'll see. We'll that. see how that. We'll see how that. Um, that looks like in week seventeen if he's still up there. It's TBD, TBD. But anyways, I think we got to move off of off of the NFL real quick. Um, okay. Um, I'm definitely gonna gonna talk about this um, this UT Baylor game, and. It's been rough, man. It's been rough. Um, this was Texas the first. State. How can it not be rough? It, it, it was bad. It was Go bad. Uh, it was a bad two weeks for me as a football fan. First, Baylor lost twice. Second, the Bills lost week one. So I was just down tremendously. Um, and it <laughs> wasn't, tremendous. you know. It, it, it's it's like a consistent cycle for me. Like I am always down bad for some reason about some sports team, how they let me down. I just have the worst sports teams out there. You do as regard in, in regard to like in regard to winning championships outside of the Braves, who are absolutely mm. going to win the World Series this year. But I digress. Baylor has the University of Texas coming into town in the Waco for the last time ever before the University of Texas heads down to the SEC. Now, here's my thing. <sighs> Is this a trap game for, for Texas? Yes. And I'm calling it right now. This could age terribly. And it probably will. But the Baylor Bears... Will show up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The Baylor Bears on September, what's today? The 20th? It's Saturday the 23rd. On September 23rd, the Baylor Bears in Waco, Texas at 6.30 p.m. will beat the University of Texas Longhorns and send them back, pack into Austin, sending them to the SEC, with the loss. I'm calling it here. Take the Bears to cover plus 13. I'm riding. You ride it with me. 
I think I think Quinn over here has something to say about that. Uh, I don't. I don't. Nope. Think he, I don't... <laughs> nope. I don't care who their quarterback is. I don't care what they are. If they're number one in the country or number thirty-five in the country, the Bay yeah. Bears are going to show up. Sawyer Robertson at quarterback. Watch out for him. Sawyer well, Robertson is going to show up. Former four-star out of Lubbock, Arenado. He's going to show up in his second game as a starter and tear up a Texas defense that is pretty good. And and the Baylor defense is going to be all over Quinn Ewers. I'm, you sound like a Isaiah, you sound like Isaiah, a Cowboys fan. You sound like Isaiah, you, you disgust me. You sound just like Isaiah, all them Dallas Isaiah. Cowboys fans. They're rubbing off it's on a, you. <laughs> Come on now. It's a black it's a blackout game. ABC prime time. 6.30 in the evening. I don't care if it's elemental P. I don't give a the damn. The game is sold out. You can it's going to be a sold out stadium. That fan base is showing up. Sick and bears. We're pulling off the upset. I'm calling it right now on September 20th. Take the bears on the money line. Take them plus the points. Take them all day. Send them back to Texas. Send them to the SEC crying. Horns down, baby. Let's go. Wait till Mr. Greg gets a hold of this clip. Boy, oh boy. Wait till he gets a hold of this clip. Oh, man. He will appreciate that I love my team. It's okay. Yeah, you're loyal. That's a fact. You're loyal until you hop off the Thunder bandwagon. When they had Westbrook, KD, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Kendrick Perkins, Hashim Tabit. Chet and Chet Shea and, and Josh Giddy are looking good though, bud. I'm not gonna lie. They are. Oh, I can't wait till we get into NBA season. Oh my goodness. I know, I know. I'm so excited. But so what are your thoughts? What what's your take on college football for week three? Or week four, excuse me. Okay, I just I need to be informed. Does USC play Colorado next? Not this upcoming. They play Oregon this week, but then they play USC the week after that, right? Colorado does? Correct. Yeah. Okay, but we're talking about this week. Okay. Bo Nix. Oregon Ducks. Quack. If it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. And that duck, figuratively, for me, I think Oregon is looking like a solid team. They're ranked high for a reason. Um, Colorado's kind of, I mean, the loss of Travis is huge, 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 huge. That that's a big loss for them. They they need some beef on the O and D line, Colorado. I think Oregon's gonna absolute. And I know everybody's been underestimating Colorado every game, and they've been winning, but they've had Travis mm-hmm. for those games. They don't have. They're not gonna have Travis for a couple weeks. I think that game is. I think it's going to get out of hand pretty pretty quickly, to be honest with you. I think that Oregon has a good D-line, and they're going to get after Shador. Um, I think I think Shador is going to have one of his best games stat-wise, only because they're going to be down so much, and they're probably not going to even attempt to run the ball. They've always had a bad running game, the, the three games they've had. Yeah. But Baylor and Texas, you know. It's okay. You know, I, I think – you can call it a trap game. You can call it what you want. I think Texas, I think they come out with the W. They come out with the W against Baylor. And the great city. It's fair. It's honestly great, fair. The great city of Waco, Texas. You know half of people who aren't from Texas don't even know where Waco's at? 
It, and they know hey. they know what Baylor is, but they, they don't know where Waco and Waco's a beautiful city. First of all, no disrespect to the beautiful people in Waco, Texas. I love Waco. It, it is. It's a it's very slept on. Beautiful city. Beautiful city. Gorgeous city. But I mean, we're talking about UT, and I'm not even a UT fan like that. Um, but you know, I got to side with my 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 good uh, role model for me in my high school years, uh, Mr. Greg. He's he, he's he's a huge Longhorns fan. And I think I got to side with him. Uh, those so, are the two games that I have my eye on this weekend. Isaiah, I want to throw some gambling on you. Um, so apparently, the line for this game opened up. This Baylor Texas game opened up at minus eight. It is up to minus fifteen. Do you know why? Because the public is all over Texas. They think Texas is going to blow this game out of the water. Which fair based off the first week, three weeks, yeah, you can make that assumption. Yeah, you you can. You know why? Because if you're the Baylor Bears, you shouldn't be losing to Texas State. Yeah, you we shouldn't have lost that shouldn't game. Be, I went. Have. I went to Texas State. The team has always been trash. Always, always, always have been so bad. They always got pounded by UTSA. Literally, I'm not gonna lie though, dude. I'm not gonna lie though. That Texas State head coach brought in a bunch of dudes from the transfer portal. And those dudes showed up because they knew they were they were massive underdogs going into that game, and they showed yeah. up. All credit yeah. to them. We looked yeah. terrible, and we should have beat Utah in week two, but somehow blow that one. Um, so that's why I think it could be a trap game because Utah came into Waco, damn near lost, and they're a top ten team. So I'm not saying it's 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 plausible. It's plausible. Obviously, I'm riding with my team. That's my school. I love my school. It's a blackout. Students always show up for a blackout game. Primetime, ABC. I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for UT. It's, it's gonna in, be a lot tougher than people think. It's, a, it's in Waco, right? It's it's in Waco. Yeah. You're, are you going yeah. to that game, Mr. Mitch? That I don't know yet. That's TBD. Um, I am going to the NASCAR race up here on Sunday, so that's oh. like a. I don't know. It's a TBD. Mm. Mm. They'd probably love to have you there. You could probably be the ball boy. Might be able to put the tee out on the field. Um, they might let you do that. Maybe. We'll see. Worth oh the shot. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But also, uh, I think – So, yeah, Oregon, I think that line is crazy. It's crazy. It's a big line, especially on the road. But take the points. Get I, Don't give the Bears a chance. That's all I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Because if they have a chance, I wouldn't – Look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. But I will say, mm. Oregon, Colorado, mm, sneaky mm, good mm. game. Sneaky, sneaky good game. Like, I think I think Colorado has a chance to upset Oregon. Oregon didn't look great last week against Texas Tech. They they didn't look they looked average to me. So if Colorado can replicate what Tech did last week and maybe elevate that a little bit. I don't know, man. We'll see. It's looking bodacious out there. Honestly, in, in I, Eugene. You make, <laughs> you make a valid point, but honestly, I, 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 I'm picking Oregon, but I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado won, honestly, because they've surprised a lot of people already, and I think people know better than mm -hmm. to underestimate them long term. Um, yeah. But I promise you with 100% certainty they're getting blown out by USC, <laughs> even if Travis plays. I promise. Whoa, 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 I whoa, promise whoa, whoa, whoa. you. 
Well, I, I you, promise if, you. If well, Colorado you know is going, that, let's save that for next week. Let's say let's save USC Colorado for we could talk about that. We could Caveat, talk about that next just week. just one point, one point. If Colorado's four and going back home to USC, watch out. That's all I have to say. Watch out. I'm gonna see him coming a mile watch away. Out. What do you mean, watch out? Okay. <laughs> all right. Whatever you all say. Right. And I'm a, I love Colorado. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. They're good. Shadur's gonna be a first rounder this year. He's but, coming back to play, I promise you. Uh, let's take a look at the chat real quick before we wrap up here. Um, how about those Chiefs, Johnny? Johnny's just all over this chat, man. He is. He's loving this. Um, he says, Sewers <laughs> L in the toilet bowl. Yep. Um, I will fully admit McLean Stadium in Waco does look like a toilet bowl, but it's a gorgeous toilet bowl, <laughs> and it's one I would be happy to take a dump in. So... Uh, sewers L in the toilet bowl. Is it personal? Yes. Very personal. Uh, Johnny says, go buffs and eat them up cats. So eat them up. He's just cats. all over the place. Right. Now. <laughs> eat he's up. all over the place, all over the place. But do you have any last comments before we let, let the great viewers of this world? Um, uh, those who have been watching, uh, uh, those who have been watching, the uh, the podcast the past couple of weeks, um, I think it's very clear to see that we can figure out who's the more educated one um, so far. When it comes to – okay, Oliver has the edge on me in college sports. He he does. I will admit that. But I think it's pretty clear to see that uh, Oliver needs to do some studying on his off time. So, guys, if you're watching, if you if you listen to this later, you know, send him a DM. Tell, give him some pointers because I'm, I'm really beating him out bad in predictions, and it probably will continue that way. For the rest of the time we're doing no, pod, no. So. like i he said need, like i said he needs some help at the big he needs some help like i said at the beginning i'm going against your picks because i'm trying to win so i pick like pick five of perfect. those games i pick five of those games based off of your pick so i picked the opposite of your team <laughs> that you picked even though i normally wouldn't have picked them i still did it because i was trying to beat okay you. so fair game fair game i'm gonna you know what isaiah you know what I'm going to do this week? I'm going to pick every team that you pick. I'm just going to do that and see how that goes. Okay. We're going to have the All same right. exact picks. Like, you're going to have a better record. Your your percentage is going to go up. I promise you. <laughs> okay, hold on. Do we want to go through those real quick? Just like rapid fire. We Like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah you read out the games and then you say who you think is going to win and I'll say who I think is going to win. And then no, re- right. no explanation. We'll just rapid fire. All right. So last second, you gotta everybody. Say, say, who, say who the home stadium is. Say who the home yeah. team is. So I know. All right. So Thursday night, we have the Giants visiting the 49ers. I will take the 49ers in that game. Oh, 49ers. Computer work. Okay. And then next game, we have Chargers at Vikings. I will take the Chargers to win their first game of the year. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Fair enough. Bills at Commanders. Excuse me, Redskins. Uh, I'll take the Bills. Easily. I'll, I'll take the Bills. I'll take the Buffalo Bills. But don't tell me you were considering the, 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 the Redskins. Give me a break. All right. Saints at Packers. 
Oh, you go first. That's a tough one. Uh, I'll go Packers. I got to go Saints. New Orleans. They get Kamara back Fair next enough. week. <clears throat> All right. We got Falcons at Lions. I'll take. Oh, this is tough. that's going to be a good. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be. I'll watch. I'll be watching that game. I'll take the Lions. I'll take Detroit. I'll take at home. I'll take the Lions as well. All right. Titans at Browns. Uh, hmm. I'll take the Browns. I'll take the Browns coming off a loss at home. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. You can go either way on that one. Texans at Jaguars. Give me the Jags pretty easily. Give me the Jags. Duval. <laughs> Pats at Jets. Give me the Patriots. Yes, sir. Go Pats. That's America's real team right there. Go Pats. They'll be uh, beating the Jets. Even if they, it, the score is going to be 3-0. to zero. Promise. All right. Broncos at Dolphins. Oh. <sighs> I, this is the sneaky game, man. This is the sneaky game of the week. Oh my gosh! Stop believing in the Broncos. What have they? Give me the Broncos! You? Give me the Broncos! Let's go. They literally blew a lead to the Washington Commanders, Redskins, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Come on, man! You think they're gonna blow a lead to Miami? Or you think they're gonna beat Miami? You are so you. Selling. You make no sense. You make no sense. I'll give. I'll take the Broncos. You still got RG three fever. It's all Isaiah. It's it. only week two. It's I. It's only week three. Okay. Week three, we can make absurd predictions and look back at them and say we were idiots. But right now, okay. you can't tell me the Broncos still aren't in it. They're zero and two. All right. There's the Bengals are zero and two. The Chargers yes, are zero and two. Know. Yes. Okay. I got. I'm taking Miami clearly for that game. That game will. Yeah. Miami. All right. Colts at Ravens. I'll take the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. That'll be a fun one to watch, though, if Richardson's back. Yeah. Um, Panthers at Seahawks. Uh, uh, I'll take Carolina. Sneaky Carolina. <laughs> the Panthers will be dropping. I'm just messing, man. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'll take the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Okay. The Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks. Smart man. All right. Cowboys at Cardinals. Ooh. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, the rocket scientist. Don't even, don't even get me started. Let's, Dallas Cowboys are winning that game, man. Let's not even yeah, joke around. It's, it's the cow. It's the Cowboys. Come on. You know, uh, tomorrow's a good opportunity for for the Cardinals to get some players injured, so that way they can really not say they're trying to take. lead. If they get. Yeah, if they get Dobbs injured, if if one of the, if one of them gets injured real bad, it's a more valid excuse. Mm-hmm. All right, Bears at Chiefs, America's game of the week supposedly. That is not America's game of the week. You're joking me. It is on Fox. Oh yes. my! Why are the Bears getting America's game of the week? Kansas City for me. City, Can- it's Kansas. Kansas City. Easily. What are we doing here? 
Uh, Steelers at Raiders. This is tough, actually. Uh, I'm take. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Have do, Have road? you seen Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt? My goodness, those dudes are. <sighs> have you seen Kenny Pickett? I mean, Jesus. I have. I have seen Kenny Pickett. The Raiders have the Raiders have the quarterback advantage here. That I'm telling you, Max Crosby and the Raiders defense can show up at times. I'm gonna take the Raiders here. Give me the Vegas Raiders to beat the Steelers. Eagles at Buccaneers Monday night, part of the doubleheader. The Eagles are minus four and a half on the road. Against an undefeated Baker Mayfield led Bucks. You good there? That one's hard. Cause the the I can I'm really good at telling when games are trap games for teams. That's why I've so I have a better record than you, because I've gotten some games that were unexpected, correct? I gotta go Philly. I can't disrespect Jalen Hurts. I I think I think Philly's gonna beat Tampa. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised if I'll they won. It. To be honest with you, it wouldn't be surprising. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it at home Monday night. I'll take it. I'll take my chances. Last game: Rams at Bengals. Bengals are minus two and a half. If Joe if Joe, Joe Burrow is not, I'm taking I'm taking the Rams. I don't care who's the quarterback. I'm taking the Rams. The Rams are winning that game. Call it right now, Monday night. The Rams are going to beat the Bengals. They're going to be all over Joe Burrow or Jake Browning. I don't care who is back there. That line is trash. Aaron Donald is coming. He won his first ring against them. It's going to be hell for the Bengals that game. I think Rams win that game. I, I think Rams win if, that game. If this is a caveat I'm making here, if Joe Burrow plays, I will take the Bengals. If he doesn't play, I will take the Rams. I think Joe Burrow is going to – they have to win a game. They have to win a game at some point. Oh, you're, you're right. To remain in contention. But, but against Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald. The, the, the 49ers barely – they barely got out of L.A. with the win against the Rams. Barely. Barely. This Buddy, Puka this kid – this Puka kid – I mean, my Puka goodness. This, this dude – this, this dude is the truth if you ever seen it. I mean, he is, he is a good player. He's Not good. just because he's getting he's targeted good. a lot. He's a good player. And you think they're going to put Joe Burrow out there week three – when he's literally re-injured, he has a re-aggravated injury. You think they're going to put him out there with Aaron Donald lining up against that O-line? Why would you do that? You're asking for your season to get – Okay. take the loss. Take, okay. They got to take the, the loss. Do you, do you tr- don't you trust Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, all those guys? That's a, that's a stout offense. One of the best offenses in the league. With Joe Burrow, if he's playing well, if he regroups this week, and it's in Cincinnati, it's not in Los Angeles. So I'm telling you, Hootay Nation is showing up because Monday night, they're going to show up. All right? So, so is Aaron Donald. 
I th- I think this is the game where we see Joe Burrow come back into his own and look like Joe Burrow of past two years. I'm taking the Bengals if he plays. Okay. All right. Well, those are our picks then. <sighs> we got to come back and write them down so we remember them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, we can always just rewatch it. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, live streams and Twitch and all of all of the fun things. I appreciate the chats, despite all of my friends sabotaging the chats, uh, especially Johnny. Um, I'm going to talk to him about this at school tomorrow. So um, hope you're ready for that one, buddy. <laughs> but it's all right. Um, uh, our episode should be uploaded hopefully by before the week starts before we see kickoff um we'll we'll probably won't have it uploaded on thursday um but likely before sunday games um and monday games so be on the lookout spotify apple podcast leave us a review leave us a comment if you hate us tell us if you love us tell us so um follow our socials the AE Podcast 23 on X and Athletic Exchange Pod on Instagram. And follow our personal socials. Um, I'm going to, I think they're down in like the little description thingy. But, um, anyways, Isaiah, good op- episode. Wild episode. It took a lot of twists and turns, but a lot. We're almost on, almost on episode 10, man. Almost on episode 10. Mm hmm. So. We're moving through these. We're going to have more guests on. Uh, Mr. Greg might reappear at some point later in the future. Um, we, he seemed to get a lot of love, uh, and I bet he appreciates that. Um, so we will see you guys next week. Maybe Thank with the guys. guests, maybe not. <laughs> and keep an eye out. We're going to be live streaming from now on. So if you guys want to hop in the chat, um, hop in the chat. Anyways, Absolutely. thanks, everybody. Have, Have a, a good great week night. and sick and bears. Sick and bears, baby. <laughs> <laughs>